1: Hello, my beautiful babes. How are you? It's Sunday. Oh, my God. Can you believe it? I'd be three episodes into, I don't know, dart by now. On a normal Sunday. Do you know what I mean? It was out till three o'clock last night. Me, the young ones that come in the flick, I can't keep up. Took my shoe off this morning. My bunion looked like a croissant. <laughs> Didn't know whether to rub cream into it or eat it. It's hard work, Miss Fringe. We was down the kebab cave, weren't we, Milky? We had a lovely little biryani. Don't do that before a show. <laughs> Poor old front row felt like they'd been hit in the face with a lamb. But this is a gorgeous little cod past. We're gonna have a lovely time. Has anyone heard the show before? Oh, no? a couple of people. Beautiful. In which case, should we welcome our beautiful guests? Welcome to the stage, the wonderful, the gorgeous Lauren Patterson. Come round this way, babe. That's it. Make yourself at home gorgeous. And then the wonderful talented comedian, Morgan Reese. Get yourselves comfy. Hello. Great. Thank you for having me. Welcome to the beautiful little flick.
2: It's beautiful. Have you
1: been here before? I haven't. I've been
3: seeing everyone's Instagram stories about this place. I, I, I'm so glad to be here. It looks oh, like wraps reliance. That's
1: good. Yeah, it's great on Instagram. I love it on Instagram.
0: Absolutely.
1: <laughs> beautiful it is. <laughs> Well, the Fringe. How is it? Is it going well for you? Are you having a nice time?
2: It's going well so far. Oh, yeah. Which I feel is as is, is good as you want to be.
1: Well, that's all you can ask for. Why are you exactly. expecting a big disaster?
2: I mean, I, I never want to tempt fate because I'm very much one for knowing, for saying, oh, things are going really well. And then disaster. a global pandemic will happen. Oh, and I'm like, yeah. ah, you spoke too soon. So I'm like, it's going very well for now. Beautiful. We'll see. <laughs> okay, well, that's good,
1: that's good. I like, like a bit of catastrophizing.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> Nothing
1: quite like it, my middle name. What about you, Morgan, babe? Oh, I love the fringe. I'm, 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 uh, day drinking is one of my favourite things ever.
3: Uh, <laughs> and a little bit of arts thrown in here and there. It's absolutely wicked, isn't it? What time's your show? 6.10. 6.10. Six. So you drink in the day. <laughs> You've got a <laughs> show at 6. Oh, my God, i forget everything. No, uh, I, occasionally. I find it so difficult just seeing friends all the time and go, I'm just used to seeing a friend and going, oh, pint? Because if, if it's like, it feels like, oh, I only get to see these people once a year, yeah. but then I keep on pumping into these cunts.
1: And then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I forget we're all working in the same city yeah. <laughs> for a month. It's weird, isn't it? And then also because it feels, it does feel a bit like a holiday. And comedy is a not, you, well, I mean it is a job, trust me. This month is a job, but then <laughs> really, it's a bit of fun, isn't it? And a little bit of a confidence booster with a little—I don't know—what's your? You said a little beer was your choice, didn't you, backstage?
3: Be- beer is my choice. I have two beers as a warm-up, then I go to gin and slimline tonics.
1: Ooh. Oh, very tasty. What about I've you, Long? I'm a, a rum
2: girl. A rum girl. Yeah. What's your brand?
1: See I if like we can get you a little bottle sent over. I like
2: Dead Man's Fingers. <laughs> Oh, that Christ alive. That's man. <laughs>
1: Sounds like a website I find on, fi- um, on Milky's uh, computer.
2: I know, the first time my boyfriend came over and invited him over for drinks, I was like, I've got a cupboard full of dead man's fingers. And he was like, I don't think I want to come to your house. Uh. I was like, it is a room. It is a room. And what's your mixer? I like a bit of Dr. Pepper, which Ooh, I feel like is field. very curved. On. <laughs> Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper. <laughs> Oh, I could see that working. Very
1: nice. What well, is Doctor Pepper? It's like cherry coke, isn't it? I think yeah. it gives
2: it almost like a cherry, cherry kind of kick to it. Or if you have like a cherry rum and Doctor Pepper, oh, you look like you don't trust me.
1: You look, you sound like you're twelve. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have the of penny sweets? Yeah.
2: <laughs> a little pick and mix chaser. Oh
1: yeah, why not? I'll be up for that. Do you remember Woolworths? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I used to. Well, I'm not going to tell you about when I stole from Woolworths, <laughs> but I did regularly. <laughs> Come for me. So, this is your first Fringe?
2: No. No, you've done
1: loads of them, haven't you?
2: I've done too many, yeah. Well, I came up, a classic drama student, I came up to do a play.
1: Oh, did you? If
2: I came up to play, that would have been 2014. Oh, right, what Um, was the play? It was called Delusions of Adequacy, and it was someone at my uni was putting it on, it was that classic, had to share a bed with one of the other girls in the play who I'd met Two weeks ago, and I was like, we better get on, because oh it's going to be a long few weeks. But we did get on, we're still friends. Oh, did you? And then 15 and 16, I did like um, Free Fringe, that kind of thing. 14, I did Free Fringe as well, actually. And then 17, I debuted. 18, I came back. 19, I was like, I'm going to take a little hair off and come back with a bang in 2020. And again, I <laughs> ah, tempted fate. <laughs> yeah,
1: that will not it? Yeah, we all missed out then. Did you not yeah. come back last year, though? I came and did the weird oh, you, one last year. Yeah, it was What was lovely. it like? It sounds weird. It
2: was brilliant. It was so good, because, like, there was no competition, because there was hardly anything on. Mm. I got a travel lodge, two nights for 150 quid. I was like, talking. this is a dream. I brought the dog. It was amazing. Do you have a, a dog in a travel time. lodge? Yeah, 20 quid. They let you have the dog. My dog loves a travel lodge. <laughs> Genuinely. I open that door, and he dives straight on the bed, and I'm like, you don't know what a good life you have.
1: <laughs> Quite right. <Yeah. laughs> I mean, travel lodge isn't the best of lives. Yeah. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Delusions are grander. It's not a bad thing, is it? Absolutely. And what about you? It's not your first one, is it? I've done
3: like split bills in the back of pubs, sort yeah. of thing. I like go on the free fringe and all that. I think at the, at the south side in and another, in another pub. But other than that, but this is my first. This is my first hour. My first debut. Yeah, my first debut. It's always your first debut. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've got I'm sorry. I've just been really dumb. <laughs> I'm on my third debut <laughs> at the moment.
1: <laughs> That's when you know it's going well. Yeah, I'll get that newcomer sometime. <laughs> are a tenth you, time lucky. Are you up for the, do you do that, the awards and things? I don't know how you do it. I mean, no one would look at me for an award. I've got too many. To <laughs> you should see my mantelpiece, honestly. <laughs> big old you. Yeah. yeah. Well, just loads of big lumps of metal. Because no. I've melted them all down to get the, I'll be selling them off. It's been a hard <laughs> year. It's been a hard year. But what about you then? So, this is your big debut. Yes. And what does it mean? Is that, I suppose that's a big thing, isn't it? Yeah. It hey. good, uh,
3: it's, uh, yeah, just doing a, bi- a big show. Very much like, uh, here's the headlines about me show. Just an introduction sort of. It's not a show big about anything. It's a little bit of a coming out story. Shock. Mesh. <laughs> uh,
2: uh,
1: well, that's a nice, I would say it's it's a kind of subtle coming out. Oh, but yep. then the little nipple, and the the little little nipple, nipple, nipple thing piercing. comes in. <laughs> and then you're like, yes, I am here. <laughs> And I'm queer.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have to take plasters. I put plasters on over it because I used to do a bit in the show where I took my top off, but it tugs. And there's nothing funny about a yell of pain. (laughs) (laughs) It turns out. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, oh, yeah, so big old old show. A lot lot of just me prancing around the beach, shouting, (laughs) screaming, blood, apparently.
1: Uh, But other than that, it's all taken over. Do you get your shirt off in the show, then? Yeah. (laughs) That's a nice little USP. Yeah, I like it. Is that why you're down the gym watching what you're what you're taking? Because you're looking quite buff. Thank you. I'm an ex rugby
3: boy. That will do it. Oh, so is that it? it? So, it, so it always uh, lingers. Uh, Who'd you play for? Oh, I used to play for Bath. I used to play for like all my local Welsh rugby teams, just oh, local yeah. towns. Uh, but then no, I went. I now we live in Bristol, and uh, there's, a, there's a, oh, I wanted to join. Uh, <laughs> I I did go to join the local um, like gay. Uh, rugby team, but uh, it seems like it was the pro rugby team. <laughs> it, it seems like the pro team's called Bristol Bears, and I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had no idea. I went to this big old stadium. I went, fuck me. She loses of gaze here. Look at the money they're pumping. We've <laughs> got a budget. I, I didn't, didn't, didn't realize it was the pro team.
1: But did you get into it? So you were? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no I'm
3: not into. it. Like... No.
1: You're not in a travel lodge this year, then I take or, it. Or,
2: even better, I am in student halls.
1: Oh, like me Ooh. and Milky. Seems like everyone's in student I, halls. Yeah. yeah there, so cheap they are.
2: There's I, so many comedians floating around student halls that if it wasn't the Fringe, it would probably be worth investigating. Like <laughs> quite right. <laughs> there should not be that many comedians around a student hall of residence any other time of year. <laughs> like.
1: But you... I mean, it's the cheaper... It's definitely the cheaper option, yep, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I say that, it's still a grand or something, isn't it? But there is a woman that comes around to change the sheets once a week, and you don't get that at home. I
2: had that. So, like, <laughs> we we got here on Monday, and then I went and did my show. I can't remember if it was Wednesday or Thursday. And I came back to, like, my sheets had been changed, and I was like, ma'am, have you been and surprised me? It was lovely.
1: I hope the woman doesn't go near my bedroom when I'm not there. <laughs> like, I put that padlock on the door. <laughs> so, the first time you came to the fringe, was you. Were you given any advice? Because I think what's good about this cop past particularly is that loads of people missed out on the Fringe for various reasons. We'll talk a bit more about that later. And there's certain demographic that don't get the opportunity to come to the Fringe, etc. So what I've been doing or trying to do in this cop pass since we're in Edinburgh is getting people's opinions about advice that they got before they did the Fringe and anything apart from getting a nice mattress and a little meal deal box, <laughs> which I like, and that's a good little tip. What were you given as advice before you came here?
2: So when I did my debut, I wasn't really used to being reviewed because you've never really been properly reviewed until you sort of do your debut. So I asked on Facebook, I said, what's the crack with reviews? I was like, do I read them? Do I not read them? I was like, because to be totally honest, I don't think I'll be able to handle, if it's not a good review, I think I'll get in my head and I'll start thinking about it. And I got very mixed advice. Um, So what I decided to do was, because of course you're curious, when the reviews were coming in, I was sending them to, I think it was my boyfriend at the time, and he wasn't letting me read the review, but would send me a nice quote. So I didn't have to read the review, but I knew at least one nice quote from every review. So then I uh, very much embodied that for the rest of the festival. And I had a friend going up the next year who said the same. He was like, oh, I don't really want to read me reviews, but also if they're good, I want to know. I went send them to someone else, get them to send you one nice poll quote. You can then share that on social media. You'll feel good about yourself, but you're not getting... Wrapped up in the oh, they've said this, they've said that. Oh, oh yeah. how many You've stars got good restraint. Yeah. <laughs> if someone's written
1: something about me, I'm reading Straight it from head in. to tail. <laughs> and it ain't healthy, but I can't resist. Yeah. Morgan, what about you, babe?
3: I read every word. Uh, 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 and memorize it. <laughs> it's, uh, it's about me, of course, I'm devouring it. <laughs> yeah. I've also, this is my first ever time being up, I've, I've, a competition set, where some, some you do like five minutes, there's like 12 of you, they might review that and there might be two sentences, but this is like the first time that there'll be, there'll be, like, there might be a page about me, I'm, yeah. I'm such a slut for attention, and I, I'm so excited to, to, to read all about it. And if it's awful, then it just fuels me for the next couple of days, I could really do with it.
1: Oh, does it? I go into a deep depression. Good for you. <laughs> Good for turning that energy in the right way. That's beautiful. <laughs> I think it's weird, though, isn't it, that, you know, as a comedian, you know, not that I am one, I'm an icon, but <laughs> the thing is that you do, you know, I think it's about self-promotion, isn't it, and yeah. here, you're, it's shoved down your throat a bit. If you're on social media and someone gets a five-star or four-star review, oh, they're going to let you know about it, yeah. <laughs> but they ain't putting the three-stars on.
2: Absolutely, no. and I think, I think we're all guilty of this, and I'm, I've been guilty of it already this year, where I go... Oh, but, but but that person sold out, and that person, and that person, that. And I think what you've got to remember is look forwards, not sideways. Just look forward, yeah. focus on what you're doing. It's it's very easy to say that and not to do it, but like yeah. you say. They're not posting on the days they don't. Like, today I posted, I was like, oh, amazing, I, f- I filled out my room for the first time. I didn't post on Wednesday when I had 20 people in there, did yeah. I know? <laughs> like, but everyone yeah. thinks as well,
1: don't they, that every other comedian's got a, full, a fully sold-out room. <laughs> exactly, but that ain't
2: the case. yeah. We're all just posting the highlights. It's a highlights oh, reel, yeah. and that's why I'm like, just look forward. Don't get distracted. What's going on over there? What's going on over there? No,
3: good On part. the second day, I had zero people come. The show's really good, by the way. <laughs> yeah.
2: I had... A, 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 a,
3: <laughs> and zero people come and we gave 20 tickets away for free uh so and in the end i just had to stick my head out the door and just went all right who wants it yeah. and th- six people came in yeah. so it's uh, they all had lanyards they fucking felt guilty uh but, oh, but it is that sort of thing it is like some people mm-hmm. so like i know I'm, I'm a real big hypocrite when it comes to self-promotion in the fact that uh i only ever really post like if it's a good review or, or a sold-out room, yeah. I'll, I'll post it. And if someone else does it, I mute them. So, so <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so there can only be it's one gonna, star. I, yeah, I just, I just go. It's a month.
1: It's a month. It's just like uh, you can unmute them in September. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. This is. It's a bit of a pessimistic way of looking at it. But most people don't see it, do they? That when you do it, when you're a comedy, a comedian or an artist, is a business, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So you gotta think that you're investing the money. And when you think like that, you think, oh, maybe it's not so bad that I'm sat in a room with, you know, one person who's asleep.
0: Exactly. And his
1: wife. Who's? I remember once, do you remember that show we did, Milky, where the man tried to start a fight with me? (laughs) (laughs) He was in, it was when we did a show up there, and he was asleep, and I, well, admittedly, I did do a little dance in front of him when he was asleep. (laughs) And then he woke up mid-dance, and he swang for me. He did, didn't he, Milky? Do you remember that? Well, I had Ron with me. My partner is an ex-boxer, bare knuckle, and he He went for him. Oh my God, the drama! My God, I love this. Anyway, next day, full house. (gasps) Yeah. So from then on, I started a fight with every bugger in there. (laughs) Best sold-out run of the of my life. That was. It was beautiful. Now. You're not far from home, are you, Newcastle?
2: Newcastle, yeah. So, like, generally, especially because my show's in the daytime, And if I do ever miss the dog, I can be on the train at half-past two and be back in Newcastle for four, which is a, a dream. That is a gorgeous. Dream. You,
1: you wouldn't, I mean, you can't commute, can't? Well, you could if you just went and did the show and then buggered off. I think dogs. if
2: I could drive, which I'm in the process of doing, um, I would probably drive there and back.
1: Yeah, I tried driving recently. Forget it. Yeah. Three dead. <laughs> 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 he gave up in the end. The driving instructor said, "Don't bother, love. I'm used to being driven around. Do you know, that's yeah, just the way." Yeah, that's I what you deserve. What I do. That's just the way. I can you drive? Yeah, I'm a driver. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, I, I
3: grew up in rural Wales. You have to drive. Oh, of too. course, yeah. yeah. It was either that or the bus that comes once a month. Are you
1: <laughs> in the, are you in the con- a country Wales boy?
3: Yeah, yeah. Murfitidville, sort of, and then I moved down to Glamorgan, just outside Cardiff. Yeah, but it was like the bus. Might come once an hour.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> it was. It was like so. You, you had to drive because otherwise, how are you going to get to that field? You <laughs> know. <it laughs> like what? Uh, but but you're in. You're in Bristol now. I'm in Bristol now. Yeah. So oh, it, when like it comes to like driving, I wouldn't be. A, I wouldn't be where I am in comedy if it wasn't for driving. I know that sounds bonkers, mm-hmm. but the amount of gigs that you can only get to if you drive, and is. when you start and you don't get paid as an open spot as well, but a, 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 like one of the pro comers got, oh, if you drive me, you can yeah. get a spot. And so that's 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 I was like, oh, cool, I'll drive and lose those of money. Yeah, we're good.
2: Exactly. I had a gig in somewhere near Gloucester, it was that 2000 Trees Festival, like Gloucester, Cheltenham kind of way. But obviously, I live in Newcastle, so I said to the promoter, I can't do it, I can't drive. And he was like, oh, I'd love to have you on. He went, if I find you a driver. And I was like, who would be batshit enough to drive me five hours. From Newcastle to Cheltenham, and but who would be batshit enough to do that? But I forgot, open spots are batshit. <laughs> they will, they, they, they're just like a gig. Yes, please. So this lovely, lovely like open spot from Newcastle. And obviously I gave him like petrol money and stuff, um, and he managed What's to get a fee for the gig. But I thought, yeah, like it just proves sometimes if you can drive, you can get those gigs. What's like, an open? What
1: someone took the open spot. So today? he,
2: he's quite new in comedy, not yet getting sort of like paid gigs, but he was like. If, if it means I can do this gig, if I drive her. And I was like, we better get on. Otherwise, this is going to be a very long day. <laughs> <Would you laughs>
1: what did you listen to?
2: I think it was a Now That's What I Call Music CD. Because oh. I remember thinking, this is very um, retro. Let me what hear volume? It. I'm not sure. It was an old one.
1: 32 is the best. I'll that that
2: era, that era is a good one.
1: It's got, I don't want to get this wrong. Because <laughs> I don't want all those... Now that's what I call music fans coming at me. Coming at you, trying to cancel They're the worst.
2: you.
1: <laughs> Never forget, take that's on it. Nah, no, banger. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> Oh yeah. bit of a fan there. Which one? Which one's your favourite? To be
2: fairly honest, I was at
1: a wedding lately, and that's the only song that The DJ had? <laughs> what <a> rubbish DJ? <laughs>
2: Where are you from? Paris. Sorry, Paris. Paris.
1: Oh, yes. la-dee-da.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and
1: they made it to Paris. Well, they, they were global, weren't they? Uh, well, no. No, the wedding was not in Paris. Or, oh. Uh, well, <laughs> I, I didn't know that. <laughs> so lockdown. Both of you have got quite interesting lockdown stories, haven't you? I mean, they're not, you know... A little bit sad <laughs> with you, Lauren, but also a little bit interesting with you. Who wants to go first? We can't wait to hear. Look at that audience. They're actually chomping <laughs> at the bit. They're chomping <laughs> at the bit. Yeah, uh, he he leant forward. He got so engaged. I saw that.
2: I smell a story.
3: I <laughs> <laughs> well, think you go first, Lauren.
2: Okay, so yeah, I had quite an interesting So I was living in London at the time with my boyfriend and our sort of flat tenancy was ending at the end of March. And obviously we could feel this pandemic thing coming and we were like, oh, probably not worth looking for another flat. I think we'd already decided not to look for another flat just yet. And we'd be like, oh, shit, well, we kind of need to move out of this flat because what if, like, there's a lockdown and we get stuck? So I went back to Newcastle. He stayed in London. We broke up two weeks later over the phone and I was like oh "Oh, that's stressful because I've left all my cookbooks in London and I want them back please um I really wanted them back I was like I've got nothing else to do now so then I was like well that's okay like at least the Edinburgh Fringe will definitely be happening and my career is going to be fine and then I think the same day the Fringe was cancelled in those two weeks as well I'd already lost all of my work for the rest of the year so I sort of sat there and I was like right well I've lost all my work I don't have a boyfriend anymore, and I thought I was moving back to my parents for three weeks, and it looks like I might be here a bit longer. Oh. Um, so then I started working in Morrisons, because uh, I was like, do do what you got to do. Yeah, fair game. And then made the decision to actually not come back to London. I was like, I'm not going to go back. I'm going to stay stay up north, and I just sort of spent lockdown jumping between various... Day jobs, I work in a supermarket, work in a restaurant, work in a theatre, um, but just kind of doing anything to keep myself busy while gigs weren't there. Yeah, it's mm. scary,
1: isn't it? Because you do this thing and then all of a sudden it disappears and you, yeah. you haven't got an identity. I
2: had this like Google Calendar and obviously I had all my gigs in, like, and then all the trains in different colours. You know how Stacey Stallman does those tap to tidies? Oh, so yeah. there'll be a picture of like a messy house yeah. and she'll be like, tap to tidy. So you tap on Instagram, and the next picture's the clean house. Oh, yeah. I had a picture of my calendar on Instagram, and I was like, tap to see the devastating effect of the coronavirus on the comedy industry. <laughs> and you tapped, and it was just this full calendar going to a literally empty diary. And I was like, if anyone would like any plans, I've got a lot of time now. Did you, did you do any time. online gigs? I did, I did, I did some. And then I did one, which was from the stand in Newcastle. So I think this was about July, when you still things still weren't open, um, but we were allowed to come into the comedy club and like, live stream it. So there was no audience. It went out on Zoom, but we were in the comedy club. And I remember coming straight from Morrison's. So I turned up to the stand in me, like, Morrison's uniform, looking like a big green bean. And I walked in there. The other comics were like, what are you wearing that for? And I was like, it's not a character act. <laughs> like, <you> know, <laughs> I, I assure you, this is not a joke. This is, just, this is just my life now. So often I was doing... I did Richard Herron's podcast over zoom the day me ex-boyfriend was sending all my things back up from london <laughs> so while i'm doing the podcast all i could hear was be mam downstairs going just put it in the living room and she'll sort it out later and i was like what's well, my life you're talking about like jesus what
1: cookbooks were they just out of curiosity oh,
2: so i used to work for byron's so i've got their cookbook i love that mob kitchen oh. big fan of that one um Bosch, some of the vegan ones. Oh. I like to have at least one vegan ve- cookbook. I do it once a week to feel superior. Oh,
1: um, no, 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 no. good idea. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and that's about that's about it. But yeah, it was edgy a very times, though,
1: weren't they? What about you, Morgan? Oh, I feel quite bad because I had a
3: banging one. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I came out and my office job made me work from home. It was wicked. Yeah. <laughs> what? So you just sat there all day, just on the on the old computer. Yeah, it was. Well, well, I I still have a day job as well. Like yeah. I, uh, coming up to the fringe, uh, w- the arts is so fickle. Oh, of I work and I work eight till four, and it's like I I, I, I wouldn't be doing anything in between those hours anyway. Yeah. So I'm a data scientist. I do that during the day. So then oh wow. I got to work from home, and the. My, my biggest bane in my life was commuting. I despised commuting with every, every, every part of my being, just arriving at work furious. And, I, and then someone just gave me two hours of my day back again. And, uh, and, then, and then loads of people lost their lives. But I got two <laughs> hours of my day back again. Side note. Side note. <laughs> <laughs>
2: But Morgan got to work in his pajamas.
3: But yeah, it was. Um, yeah, I came out as well. What did you come out as? Oh, bisexual. Oh, I'm a bisexual I man. See. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say not a vegan. <laughs> no,
1: Pescatarian.
3: <laughs> Second show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but <laughs> but I saw. I, I came out actually via stage. I didn't do a post and I didn't do a big uh, anything about it. I sort of just relied on the power of gossip. And I just thought, oh, I, hope, I hope I tell one sort of chatty bitch. And she just <laughs> tells everyone. And it's exactly how it worked. And it was really handy. And she's here tonight. Yeah, tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: what's this about? Wasn't there a homeschool? What was the homeschooling thing you actually did? And do you oh. work? So you're working now, are you at the fringe? Yeah, you- I'm working at the fringe while I'm up here. Eight. So you, were working- you wake up in the morning and you work and then you. Yeah, I go, I go to the gym Blimey. in the morning.
3: I start work at eight. I do that till four. Then I go and help my friars. And then I do my show. Uh, I
2: suppose that's good, though, because it gives your day a real structure. Yeah, like I flourish flourishing structure. Yeah. I'm really
1: boring. I'm a real creature. Uh, uh, what's it? Creature routine. Yeah. yeah but it's hard that, you, that you're doing it. But, I mean, that's just the reality, isn't it, for a lot of comedians, yeah. is that this idea of coming and doing this thing is a huge risk for people. Oh, and are yeah. you worried about the finance? Well, I guess if you're working, at least you've got the comfort of knowing that you've got an income.
3: Yeah, because I, I don't really come from money. So yeah. the, but it, it, it sounds bonkers, but money's really important mm. to me. And I don't want to live like a king. I don't want to live like anything, but I just need to know I'm comfortable. comfortable. Yeah, security. Uh, so, uh, it's, I, the, the way I've always said, I want, if someone asks me to go for a drink, I don't have to check my bank balance. Yes. That's, yes. The only, that's, the, that's the level of money I want. Mm-hmm. And I, at some point, I'm sure I'll not use drinks as a metric. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> I want to get to the point where someone says you want to go for some cham- some champagne. I don't have to check my bank balance, uh, but but yeah, so it, it's that, that, that's why I've got the day job because I know how risky this business is, and mm. also you can lose uh, you can lose uh, hundreds of pounds of work. Where they just Absolutely. go, oh, the venues not open this weekend. We didn't yeah. sell enough tickets. Oh, the you,
2: venues double booked. So yeah. you're gone. Oh well, I've already spent sixty quid on trains. Oh, that's sad. And it's like,
1: oh, thank yeah, you. Yeah, there's, there's a I do think there's a a real lack of accountability in the fringe, isn't there? Mm-hmm. W- w- like you've got these big companies and they're you know, taking all these money off these young people. And then you can say, oh, well, something's not working. And they're like, well, it is the fringe. Yeah. And you're like, well, is it? Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't work exactly. for anything else, does it?
2: Why is the risk all on me? You're yeah. like, yeah. There's
1: no train. O- there's, there's no door on the train. Well, I mean, but the thing is, that is England. <laughs> that is England now, isn't yeah. it? It's yeah. like, there's no accountability in our prime minister or anyone in... Politics. So if they don't take accountability, no other bugger does. They blame it all on the pandemic, they blame it all on austerity, and then they find someone else to be the oh my god, I'm getting political. (laughs) (laughs) Listen to me, depressing much.
0: Their lab grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to Bluenile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at Bluenile.com for $50 off. Bluenile.com code LISTEN.
1: So, with this a little section where people on social media ask us questions. Okay, yes. And I like to give them advice, and this section is called Dear Diane. So I'm going to read you a little Dear Diane. Here we go. Oh, fruity. Dear Diane, recently I've been sleeping with my friends, and it's making me anxious. What should I do? This sounds genuine, actually, <laughs> so let's not take them at <laughs> So they've been sleeping with their friends, and it's making them anxious.
3: I don't know what the salute. I don't know what she wants. What's the resolution there? What's the objective? She wants to feel.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah. It's like if it's good, keep going. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But then I guess they're worried that they might lose a friend out of it. Well, then just
2: sleep with the shittest friend. Yeah. The one you don't mind, you're like, oh, well, if the friendship is going to go up, it's going to be yeah. you, Ben. The stakes are yeah. low. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Good idea, but then, you know, the shittest friends are always the ugliest ones, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only joking, milky. <laughs> <laughs> I think the truth is, though, if it's making them anxious, they need to talk. Let's be serious. If it's making them anxious, they need to speak to the friend. And they need mm-hmm. to ask the friend, are we doing something bad here because we might lose each other? If we fall in love. And if it was me, people fall in love with me all the time. And I have to let them down easy. So if you have a nice, honest conversation with them, I think my gorgeous person, whoever's listening, if you have a nice chat with them and say, look, this could go either way for us. You know, I love, maybe you like the little willy and the tinkle or whatever, and you like that so much that you've got to keep going back. It's a little bit like crack, but I don't know. The question is, is it good enough? Is the sex good enough? Lose the friendship. Yes. That's what I'd yeah. say. Yes. Would do you agree? I, I do agree. I think yeah. so,
2: yeah.
1: Beautiful. Well, this morning, if you're watching, who is that woman that used to do the on this morning? You know, she was ever so nice. I think she died. Denise. 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 Oh,
2: gorgeous Denise. I love Denise.
1: If you're listening up there, Denise. <laughs> this is I, for you. I want Denise. your job. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, Denise. I miss you. Okay. Dear Diane, recently I turned fifty and I I feel flirty and sexy, but get social anxiety. Mm. I don't like the dating apps. Any other suggestions? Oh, that's tricky. You torn? Have you ever been on dating apps? I met my boyfriend on a dating app. Oh, did you? Yeah.
2: Um. But I, I'm not fifty and anxious, but I was very, still am very anxious. I think you can do, which I think is maybe better, especially if you're older. You know those ones where it's like in person. Like the proper, like almost like a speed dating yeah, the kind old of thing, ones, yeah. And yeah, I think something like that. And then you can feel a little oh my little god, spark. Lauren, I love that. Yeah, yeah.
1: So look in, go online, have a little look in your local area,
2: and get dressed m- up, take yourself on a date before you go on the speed date, so that even if you don't meet anyone, you had a badass date with yourself.
1: Oh yeah. my yeah. god, yeah. Oh, oh.
2: yeah,
1: that's gorgeous, Lauren. Yeah. And do you know what? I think as well, like that. Join a group. Start a yes. hobby or something because yeah. it's nice to meet people natural without the pressure, you know. Because these dating apps, they aren't real, are they? I mean, if someone messaged me on a dating app and I expected a good response, forget it. Yeah. <coughs> I'm awful on text. <laughs> I think it's moving the other way now
3: because whenever I've gone back on the apps it is the fact that a lot of people are let's just meet up I think a lot of people have come and now know we've yeah. all got dead text chat yes. so yes. it's just like alright we like the look of each other Should we just meet up and see if there's something like oh so straight are, like, in. Yeah. yeah straight good in. idea I like that also I do totally agree with solo dates I think solo dates are so important you don't need another person to give you a license to have a good time mm. and also having a good time is really attractive yeah. how many times have you been like somewhere you just go oh, I wish I was Having as much fun as that person, so yeah. if you're out, I'm exactly. sure I'm sure people will come to you.
2: I got stood up for a date last year. He texted us not long before to say he wasn't coming. I'd already done all my makeup, and I thought I ain't Quite. wasting this makeup. Quite I right. look fucking beautiful, so I took <laughs> myself out for dinner where I was gonna take him for dinner. I was like, I'm still going. It uh, had two puddings. I was like, why not? Fair game. No one's judging. And then I went to the cinema. I so saw, I think, was it Batman, Spider-Man? There was some superhero one that he'd chosen. But I thought, you know what? I'm going to see it without... I had a great time. Quite great right. Great time, yeah. I mean,
1: to be honest, if you're taking us you to the cinema on your first date,
2: yeah. you can't <laughs> have been that good anyway. Exactly. So
1: good riddance, babe. <laughs> so, dear Diane, one more. Let's do one more. Because we're doing ever so good. And I feel like these responses, whoever's listening to this, is going to really be quite good. Sometimes they're a bit silly, these. But I feel like these are quite deep, (laughs) quite (laughs) emotional. And I'm happy about that. OK, dear Diane, how do I get my husband to help around the house more? Oh, that's easy. A taser. (laughs) he's a lazy bugger
2: I phrase it as tasks for my boyfriend because I think boys are so like they like video games don't Mm. they and I'm like would you like a quest and he's like yes and I'm like well you have to take this precious load of washing to the fabled land of the washing machine and put it fucking in there
1: oh (laughs) they are dumb men aren't they (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait not to meet him (laughs) So, do you know what? Because it is the fringe and this is in real time, Morgan, you've got going five minutes. Yeah. I've and it's just th- occurred to me that I've changed from calling you Reese and Morgan throughout the whole entire <laughs> show. It happens all the time, that's absolutely <laughs> Does it fine. really? Yeah, because it's two
3: first names, isn't it? So, are people, like, people just interchange. I get introduced as Reese Morgan all the time, uh, Morgan Reese, I get Matt Reed ever <laughs> yeah. so often, another comic. Uh, Morgan
2: Reese Morg. Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, God forbid, <laughs> S- say that whenever I, re- I had to do like op- uh, what's it, internet optimizations on my name. So if you typed in Morgan Reese, I didn't come up. And if you typed in Morgan Reese comedy, a meme page of meme page of Jacob Reese
1: Morg came up. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to get like my website done. That's <laughs> not the kind of audience you want, is it? No. Turning <laughs> up to your shows, God forbid, to a comedy show. No, I don't have yeah. an uh, audience of Gary Barlow's well, quite right. An audience to Gary Barlow's, judging your songwriting abilities. Do you have a song in the show?
3: I don't. I am a, I am a musician. I'm a pianist. Oh, but are you? Yeah, my grandfather was John J- uh, Tom Jones' pianist. That's what I've got, I've got all the chords That's written funny. on my arm. Oh.
2: Why
1: would you leave that to the end of the
3: podcast?
2: <laughs> Find out the rest of the story I'll in probably, my show. Yeah, I probably know him. Oh, but
1: maybe. Uh, yeah, we uh,
2: probably did the scene
1: together. Back in the day, I've met Tom Jones a couple of times. Oh, wicked. Yeah. John Jenkins is his name. He, uh, what a name. No, his name is Tom Jones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what... If you
3: really know Tom, you call him John Jenkins. Oh, dear! All <laughs> oh, right, <the> insiders. No, <laughs> yeah. that's, your, that's your... Yeah, well, my grandfather, yeah. yeah. He was my piano teacher. And I, uh, this, the chords here are the first four bars worth of a song called Willim by Little Feet. Uh, don't worry, no one's ever heard of it. But it was the last song we weren't able to learn together, so I got it tattooed Aww. on my arm.
1: Aww. That's so cute. That's oh. gorgeous. Well, we're going to do a little... We finish every cop pass by making up a little song on the spot. I hate it. (laughs) Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. So, Milky, what you got for me? Oh, yeah. I like the little vibe here. Don't know your name or where you come from. There's a place we're all heading, but it ain't easy for some. So if you gather together, you'll know you'll find a place for us. Yeah, if you gather together, you know you'll find a place for us. Now, there's a thing called a pandemic. It happened ever so recently. Some of us got stuck, but some of us did decently. But I wasn't one of them. But you two weren't either, except for you, Morgan. (laughs) That's out of order. Do you want to try a little verse? You don't need to. (laughs) But it's fun. And if you get it wrong, it doesn't matter.
2: I love how both of us there uh, just instantly went, I'm shy, I'm shy.
1: And then you held your mic directly to your mouth. <laughs> you won it, didn't you, Morgan? Oh, I think you I, I've never been able to do it before. Oh just try it, because if it goes wrong, no one cares. So what are we talking about? I've forgotten. <laughs> I'm the worst person to ask. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> this is nice, because it takes the onus off me, because now what I've done is passed the failure over to you. <laughs> yeah. so, so I, I did two
2: simple. lines, and you do two lines, and I did yeah, two. Yeah, that fine. yeah, that's okay. nice. Morgan's granddad plays the piano. That's something that I didn't know.
3: My granddad did that too. <laughs> wow.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See? It's good. When you stop yeah, thinking,
3: yeah. it's easy. Yeah,
1: it's all about the rhymes
3: you don't do, I hear. <laughs>
1: <laughs> because we're going together somewhere all together no I changed it I changed it (laughs) for the first what was it milky together we're going together somewhere off to your show Morgan I hope it's beautiful I'm gonna come and see you both because I love your shows you've been beautiful today and this audience you've been gorgeous thanks for coming because we're all together going somewhere that's it Milky, that's what it was because we're all in it together going somewhere that's it, let's hear you all singing it because we're all in it together going somewhere oh we found it it's there, you see you got to look we're all in it Together. Together, going, going somewhere. somewhere. Imagine listening to this at home; you'd be over <laughs> the moon. Thank you to you, Morgan. You've, had a you've been a beautiful <laughs> guest. <laughs> There's so much we wanted to oh, talk about. This so is live. Much. He's thank going to much. his gig live. Can you believe it? <laughs> thank you very thank much, Morgan. Beautiful. Well, you've been gorgeous.
2: Thank you very Laura, much, Lauren. Thank
1: you so much. Thank you, my beautiful audience. This podcast comes out tomorrow already. Can you believe it that? Would. We've got someone working very hard. Tell your friends, have a gorgeous afternoon. Thank you for coming. Thank you to Trick for making this a gorgeous cop pass. That's my little producer there, Chris. Look at him, he's exhausted. And then Diggory in the back there doing the sound. My beautiful text, a beautiful bar staff. You've been ever so quiet. Well done. Yesterday they were talking all the way through. I had to have a go at them. <laughs> but if you listen to the cop pass, you can hear me do that. As about that. No one gets past the duck chest. No. Have a beautiful little rest of the fringe. Thank you. you lot do too. Milky, you've got a rush off. We've all got a rush off. Goodbye everyone. Thank you and good night. Beautiful.